Welcome to The Tailored Quill. I'm Taylor Wilkins, and I hope you enjoy today's perspective. Hey everybody, welcome back. We love ideas all over the world, especially the United States, but all over the world. We just love ideas because as human beings, ideas are the manifestation of our creative capacity in order to succeed and be happy and just continue innovating, come up with new things that make it easier to live and survive and thrive as a species. An idea that, especially here in this country, that we've come to love is the American dream. It's a very romanticized idea over the last hundred years, but it's a classic one. It's a very easy one, easy example to talk about because it's just the romanticized image of having the house and the yard and the picket fence and the dog and the several children. La la la, everybody's happy, right? And we marry ourselves to that idea. So many Americans did so of like, oh, this is it. This is what success and happiness and fulfillment looks like. This is going to be great. And so they marry themselves to the idea, they commit to it, and many people achieved it. As I've talked about before, though, ideas can be limiting because once you achieve it, then what? You have to come up with a new idea in order to maintain that first idea. Or you have to come up with a new idea to continue building off of that original idea. So ideas are limited. Now, a way that they can actually be really confining and not so romanticizing or so, so romanticized is in the realm of cults. We've learned a lot about cults in the world. And the scary thing about cults is that they're based on an idea. You know, the cult leader has a particular idea, which is a belief system that they have adopted or that they are trying to teach or kind of demand. And the scary thing is that the followers of that cult or the members oftentimes are thinking very, very reasonably when they join that cult because they believe in the image and the idea that the leader is espousing and talking about. There's something that they resonate with, kind of like the American dream, that there's some kind of simplicity of life or success or just an image of thriving and surviving that people connect with and resonate with. And so even though even though cults can be extremely violent, extremely unhealthy, extremely aggressive, extremely illegal in many, many ways, a lot of its members are in it for deeply personal and healthy, believe it or not, ambitious reasons. This is also why so many religions are just are based on ideas because ideas are very, very parallel to our belief systems. Beliefs are ideas, right? It's an idea that we are holding on to. Even Buddhism, which is all about not having, not attaching yourself to ideas, not having, not believing in everything, trying to detach from everything. That's an idea in itself. <laughs> so it's the same thing. There's no, no religion, no faith, no organization in the world is free from presenting some kind of idea that we humans could attach to. And as I've talked about many, many times, ideas and belief systems, we do, we attach 
our emotions or just some kind of goals to. And we get really attached to it to the point where we almost identify with those beliefs or those ideas. I've talked about it a lot about identity, how a job title is an idea. It's not real. It's just a, a handful of text, a handful of letters in text. But we attach so much to it. We identify with the job title that that idea represents our happiness, represents our self-assurance. It represents that we are somehow special and belong to something in the world. And it even more so creates this image in our minds of, oh, this is who I am. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And if this is who I am, and this is what I'm doing, boom, bing, bang, boom, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. Everything's good. Same thing with people in cults or who follow religious faiths. If you practice in certain ways and you follow the ideas that you attach to and the beliefs you attach to, bing, bang, boom, you're doing things correctly. Your faith, you have a healthy faith. You're in a healthy community. Now, the positive, and this is all just to bring some awareness to this, the positive of attaching yourself to ideas is that we need ideas to form our dreams. We need ideas to form and inform our goals and our ambitions in life. We need this kind of image. We need to create visions. That's why vision and image and dreams, these are all very visual terms for us to see where our life is going and what our life could look like, what we could achieve with our life. And so we need ideas to formulate these images and then our beliefs can lead us toward those goals, toward those ambitions. So it's very healthy to have dreams. It's very healthy to be ambitious. It's very healthy to have ideas for what you want in life but you still need to be cautious. And before I talk about that caution, the flip side of ideas is the negative. The negative is when you get overly attached to ideas or overly attached to belief systems, especially limiting belief systems, because it holds us back. These ideas hold us back or particularly in the political world, especially these days, if we attach ourselves too heavily to one political belief, then we, are, then we close ourselves off from connecting with other people because we are choosing a side and that's the only side that we wanna be with and we don't wanna to listen to anybody on the other side because we believe that they are wrong and we are right. That's when we overly attach because we bring way too much emotion to that attachment. And so much of our identity and our community and our feelings of belonging and fulfillment and happiness are dependent on those ideas. It's very hard to untether that. It's actually very painful and uncomfortable to untether that. The reason why this gets so negative is because if at any point that attachment is threatened, if anything makes you question that atta attachment to your beliefs or an idea, like a political belief, the disappointment that you'll feel is extremely disorienting and discombobulating and scary 
because everything you've known to that point, everything you've cared about is suddenly called into question. It's like people who leave a cult or leave a religious faith and realize, oh, wow, there are all sorts of other options out here for me to consider. And suddenly their mind is open. But it's very scary because then you feel raw and vulnerable and like it's like it's like a rebirth experience but it's very painful to let go of something that you've attached to for so so long so because of the fact we have these positives and these negatives and because of the fact that we are never going to be without ideas we always like i said we always need ideas we need to keep progressing and growing and evolving and we have to have ideas to do that and because I told you that ideas are positive. Ideas f uh, feed our dreams. Ideas represent our goals and ambitions. All of life is about assessing these ideas. More specifically, life is about assessing your attachment to ideas. This is not to say that ideas are right or wrong. This is just telling you that ideas can be positive and they can be negative. They can be healthy and they can be unhealthy. And so because we will never be done with ideas, can never live life without ideas, you are responsible for assessing whether or not an idea that you are attached to or a belief that you have is healthy for you or unhealthy? Is it contributing to your happiness and fulfillment or is it detracting from it? Is it taking you away? Is it keeping you sad and stressed and overwhelmed and unhappy? One thing that does come from Buddhism but is also espoused by <clears throat> every religion and every therapist and every mental health practitioner in the world is that this is just a matter of mindfulness. And I don't mean mindfulness as in terms of strict meditation, like it's used for a lot these days. I just mean mindfulness as in awareness, just being thoughtful, assessing what you're attached to. I wanna give you an example. As I mentioned before, a lot of people in an unhealthy way are attached to job titles. However, in a healthy way, a lot of people are attached to their relationships. Now, within just relationships, you can have a really unhealthy idea for what you want that relationship to be. But in a healthier world or in a healthier scenario, you and your partner come up with the idea of the relationship together that you want to achieve. And that's wonderful. That's beautiful. You can do a lot with that. And it's super healthy. And it almost guarantees fulfillment and happiness for both of you. So this is very nuanced. And the reason why this is so important for you to just be assessing what ideas you're attached to is because whenever we feel the amount of stress and anger and overwhelm and burnout that we're all feeling these days those emotions are tied to some idea we're attached to 
these days with so much uncertainty and so much fear and so much danger, then we then our idea of safety and our idea of happiness and health is threatened. You see? So this time, though extremely painful and uncomfortable for so many people, is a great time to assess what makes us feel safe. What makes us feel healthy? How can we take care of ourselves? What ideas do we need to edit or modify or reattach to in a different way to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and that we are safe? Remember, ideas are not good or bad, good or evil. Ideas and attaching to ideas can be healthy or unhealthy. You just have to assess for yourself which ideas to attach to so that you are healthy and that you feel safe and that you can feel happy and like you're moving in a direction in your life that you want to go in. Hey everyone, Taylor here. Thank you so much again for clicking and listening along today. As a reminder, if anything from this episode resonated deeply with you or relates to any stress or pain you might be experiencing, head to my website, the link is in the show notes, and contact me for a free full-length coaching session. Not only will we gain an enormous amount of clarity on what you're experiencing or what you're hoping to experience, but also we'll give you a strategy, like a first step, first little step that you can take that's going to make a huge difference to relieve your stress and your overwhelm and your confusion. So if you're interested in that and what we talked about in these episodes resonates with you, please go ahead and contact me to schedule your free session. In the meantime, take care, be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you soon.